Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. That's what I like to hear. For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, where were you yesterday? Ah, yesterday was wow Wednesday. And we started off talking with our girl Vivian and her socially conscious segment. And uh, we talk about the fact that the pandemic has affected our children's vision. Yes, as our children have had their stay-at-home orders during the pandemic, and as they have continued to play their games and talk on the phone and all kinds of things like that, our children have become as nearsighted as an adult. Yes. And the progression is getting worse and worse and worse as they go along. And they have encouraged us to get them outdoors and into the 20-20-20 rule. And that is every 20 minutes if they're looking at a screen, that they now take 20 seconds to look away from the screen. And you know as well as I know that that's really not going to probably happen. No. Because everything we do is in a screen. Yes. You know, I brought up the fact yesterday that everything we do we have to go to a phone. They have put books on the computer. They have put applications on the computer. I have a niece who they say they do their high school work. Yeah, on a computer. So my thing is, well, when are you going to have this 2020 opportunity? If everything we're doing 
we're looking at a screen. Yeah, they need to make sure they put up the money for us to get uh, vision covered so we can get our glasses. They are encouraging us to make sure our children also have their well care eye visits once a year. Okay? Okay. We also talked about, ooh, a very sensitive topic, and that decades of study show that yelling at kids is actually worse than hitting them. Yes, verbal abuse is pretty bad, that they have four areas of yelling, reactive yelling, exhaustive or exhaustion yelling, aggressive yelling, habitual yelling, and Vivian did give us the breakdown of all of these different yelling and what they mean. So, you know, I advise you to go back. They say that that all that yelling does increase low self-esteem. Jailed children, drug addicts and alcohol abuse, uh, individuals as well as self-harming activities, and we uh we did get to talking. We did get to talking about that, and you know some really interesting information came out about that from the ladies. And we're hoping to be able to go back and revisit that particular study as it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So, you know, we want to see, you know, what this domestic abuse is about and, you know, let's dig a little deeper into it and see, you know, what we can come up with in a deeper discussion. Maybe we'll get a professional on with us. Yeah, we're going to change the face of Wow Wednesday for one of the weeks. Yes, because I definitely want to go back into that. I don't think it's just as, you know, flat and cookie cutter as they say. I think it's, it's very broad and it is definitely an individual thing. All right, but I think you should go back and listen to at least the definitions so you can get a little better understanding as to what they're talking about. Well, our topic of conversation yesterday were some misconceptions of being a new Christian, and that went really, really, really well. You know, we talked about the fact that Christians aren't perfect. Babies will not be perfect. Yes, everything will not be perfect, you know, when we walk into this Christian world. You know, sometimes the the picture is painted where things will be perfect. And I want to stick a pin there a little bit, you know, I remember a while ago, and this has been some years ago, 
No, we were told to make sure when we describe the walk, when we describe the journey, that we do not make people think and we don't say, and I think that's a bigger thing for me, to make sure we don't say that things are going to be perfect, that things are going to be, everything is going to be all right. Because I think that's one of the reasons why we have so many disenchanted individuals. And I think it was Shantisu kind of mentioned it yesterday. You know, that's what happens when, you know, people come into Christ and, you know, they're kind of twisted because they're thinking that life is supposed to be a certain way. And we have been really warned not to, at least the way I was taught, we've been warned not to say certain things, you know. You definitely can't say everything is going to be okay. And because, baby, I have, you know, seen so many different variations of this Christian walk. And we cannot tell people that everything is going to be gravy, that, you know, once you choose Christ, life is going to be better because better is is loaded. So you got to be real careful as to how we speak to people because based on your journey, I mean, it is definitely up to you whether this will be a more peaceful journey than one without the Lord. But, you know, Jesus can offer you peace, but are you willing to accept the peace? Okay, peace is yours for the taking. It's not crammed down your throat. It's if you should decide whether you want that peace in your life or not. And I really hope you're listening because there are a lot of people believe that things are supposed to be so different that every little thing that happens once they, quote-unquote, give their lives to the Lord, everything is a turnoff. You know, everything, they're running. Oh, I thought it was going to be different. You know, I know it was going to be so hard. You know, all of that, again, is, is subjective and relative to who's actually living the life. Because what's hard for one person is not necessarily hard for the next person. So, you know, we have to make sure we, when we speak to someone and we're encouraging them to give their life to the Lord, when they're going through something, you know, we don't say, you know, girl, things will be better, you know, when you come over to because, man, when you say something like that to an individual, that's, that's pretty loaded for some people. And some people think that there's going to be some blissful, La, 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 la world. And that's not necessarily, you know, what this walk is about. Okay? So, 
you know, like I said, it is man, it is definitely better than as Pastor KL says, my former life. But it, it's it's some work. It's work. You gotta put your time, your energy and your all into this this walk here. Because if you don't you try to skate through, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Again, peace is there for the taking. The Lord says, my peace I give to you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You know, this, this peace that the world offers ain't necessarily peaceful. But the Lord's peace, man, it is definitely a big difference. So I'm encouraging you to come on over. Be ready to put that time in. All right? All right. Well, today is Therapeutic Thursday, the day we talk about our health in all shapes, forms, and fashion whether physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, whatever it is, we get to chatting about it, okay? So, you know, I'm going to give you an opportunity to go get that healthy breakfast. I'm going to give you an opportunity to go tell somebody that it's due time when Pastor Steph is on and whatever you do, whatever you do, don't go anywhere because we will be right that. I thought I was all thumb. Turns out they're green. It feels good to focus on others. My tax preparation skills are appreciated. And I don't have to wear a tie. Nothing beats a great hand except lending one. Be a wise volunteer. Support seniors in maintaining balanced lives. Visit wiseandhealthyaging.org or call Good morning, good morning, and good morning again. Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. And today is Therapeutic Thursday, the day we talk about our health. Yeah. I mean, we actually talk about our health every day, but, you know, we throw a couple of extra little bonuses in. On Thursday, so we want to make sure we are understanding how great God is when it comes to our health and 
God has brought us into the second half of the week. Aren't we blessed? Not lucky, but blessed. All right? All right. So what are we talking about today when it comes to our health? Well, on Monday, we started our journey talking about hearing loss and some of the things that you don't want to ignore when it comes down to our hearing. And I came across another article that I thought was really, really good. And considering that we're talking about aging, I wanted to throw this one out there. Excuse me. We have the things that speed up age-related hearing loss. Yeah. So, now remember the other day we did signs, hearing loss signs that we shouldn't ignore. You know, we got to pay attention to all that stuff. And today, we're talking about age-related hearing loss, which is definitely a little different because as you get older, your hearing loss usually affects both your ears and, again, certain people don't notice these things and we don't want you to, you know, not pay attention to these things. So, come on, come on, come on. Let's Talk about some of these things. Earwax. Now, they say earwax has many helpful functions. They say it helps keep the ear canal clean and protects it from infection, injury, and water. Wow. However... They say it can build up and cause a condition called impacted earwax. This buildup can partially or completely block the ear canal, causing us to have some hearing problems. And they say removing the earwax will restore our normal hearing. If you have the medical condition that leads to earwax impaction, your doctor may recommend some treatment that will soften the earwax. They say you may also need to go for regular ear cleanings with your provider to prevent impaction and hearing problems. Okay? And remember, they always say, don't stick things down in your ear to clean your ear out. Maybe what I'll do is I'll look up some safe ways to clean your ear. Okay? All right, we're talking about things that will speed up age-related hearing loss. All right, so the first one is earwax. 
The next one is heredity. 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 I said it right. Heredity. Yes. Okay. Genetics play a big part, excuse me, in our hearing loss. And most people think they say that the inherited hearing loss is like a birth defect or something that happens to children. But no, like vision loss, hearing loss is something that is hereditary and it can definitely hit you in your older years. And there are some particular hearing losses that strike older people, okay? And otosclerosis, otosclerosis is one of them. And they say that that condition causes abnormal bone growth in the middle ear, which helps sound waves keeps sound waves, excuse me, from traveling normally to the inner ear, okay, and thus causing us to have hearing problems, all right? So definitely, if you're having some hearing problems, do not delay, because you're not going to know if that's one of the things that can possibly cause you to lose your hearing, all right? So you want to make sure you're getting that done properly, your ear cleaning, your ear checkups. Yeah, please. Please. We don't want to have to sign. No. Okay. Loud noises. Ooh, baby. Now, they say noise-related hearing loss comes from, guess what? Exposure to loud noises. So they say loud noise exposure damages the inner ear and sometimes permanently. And they say sounds are generally safe when they do not exceed, I'm sorry, exceed 75 decibels. They say, however, anything over 85 decibels can cause noise-related hearing loss, okay? Now, they're talking about motorcycles are at 95 decibels. Sporting events, 100 decibels. MP3 players or iPods or your phone that play music and concerts, 105 to 110 decibels. Well, I got a question for all of y'all. What decibel is the car stereo at where you can hear them a block away? And I can't imagine. I always ask, what in the world are you hearing? And how is that enjoyable when it hurts my ears and I'm not even in the car? Yes. I mean, it is utterly ridiculous. 
how they play those the music in those cars. So please keep your loud noises to a minimum. I have a girlfriend who actually wears a hearing aid because she said years ago when people used to say, turn that music down, when she used to play it in her ear, she didn't listen. And now she has to have a hearing aid. So I hope you don't need that same, you know, result to pay attention. The next thing that can help to expedite age-related hearing loss, medical conditions. They say some medical conditions become more common as you get older and contribute to hearing loss, diabetes, high blood pressure, and heart disease. Now, I got to tell you, I've never heard this before. We have been talking about health since we started in a new time. I have had a million conversations, a million conversations about, you know, these particular conditions. And I have to tell you, this is brand new to me. I've never heard this before. All right? So they say a common link between these conditions is blood vessel damage. So they say damage to the small blood vessels of the inner ear can cause hearing problems. They say with diabetes, high blood sugar can also damage nerves, such as the auditory nerve. And the best way to slow hearing loss from chronic medical conditions is to effectively treat and control them. All right, so let's make sure we are taking care of our health and mm, I'm I'm really this is this is big for me because you know I've been having, you know, my well care well care visits and mm, I gotta tell you, this has not come up. So please, please let's make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do. If we're getting older now, we're not going to, you know, get any better, okay, with our medical condition. Next, to expedite our Hearing loss, age-related hearing loss, medications. Another one. I have no idea. They say medications that cause hearing loss are certain drugs. There are more than 200 medicines with a side effect that can affect your hearing loss. Wow. Now, they say this list includes aspirin, certain antibiotics, cancer chemo, drugs, and diuretics. Wow, wow, wow. All right, they say some of these drugs cause permanent 
hearing damage. And, uh, wow. Y'all got it. Oh, my goodness gracious. There's so much to pay attention to. Okay. <sighs> they say some of these drugs cause permanent hearing damage and others have a temporary effect. And they say sometimes hearing problems are related to the dosage of the medicine. So, you know, if you're experiencing these things, please make sure that if you're, you know, at the, at, at, at a moment's notice, when you start taking new medications and now you've got hearing problems at the same time, no, you better speak up. Speak up and speak up. Okay? One of the other reasons why we would have some age-related hearing loss, ruptured eardrum. Wow. They say a ruptured or punctured eardrum is a hole or tear in the eardrum. They say this can happen from infection, some level of trauma, high pressure on the eardrum. They say pressure can come from excessive noise, sudden changes in air pressure, such as with air travel or scuba diving. A ruptured eardrum can cause hearing loss and other symptoms such as pain and or ringing in the ear. They say most of the time a ruptured eardrum will heal on its own and hearing will return, and you can prevent a ruptured eardrum by making sure you treat infection, keeping foreign objects out of your ear, keeping your ears from loud noise or pressure changes. And for those of us who have traveled, I don't have to remind you that one of the main annoyances in getting in that airplane, yep, when that, your ear starts popping. Oh, that is so annoying. And it's painful. And it's painful. So we want to make sure that we don't do, we can't do anything about that. So we don't want to make sure we add that. Okay. So let me go over these things again to make sure you have them all. Okay, so we have these things that help to speed up age-related hearing loss. Earwax. Remember, don't put foreign objects in your ear to help to clean your ear out. I am going to look up some, you know, safe ways to clean the earwax out of your ears. Make sure you mention it to your doctor when you go, okay? Hereditary, it's hereditary. Loud noises, medical conditions, medication, ruptured. Okay? Remember, as we get older, our bodies are changing. Listen, years ago, people, they used to say people of God. Say years ago that our bodies start changing at the age of 40. Well, 
they have backed that thing up. Yes, they're saying in your mid-30s, your body is now making some changes that we cannot control. So needless to say, let's get this together. If there are things we can control, do not, don't test it, don't test it. Make sure you do what you need to do and you get your checkups. If anything goes wrong, make sure you bring it to the attention of your medical professional. All right? All right? We don't want to have to worry about you losing your hearing because you didn't listen to the advice that God has given you. Okay? All right. Well, 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 well. Let me say good morning again to you, D-Time listeners. And it's our Trust Talk with Gertie Thursday. And let's say good morning to our minister, our sister girl, Gertie Gordon. Good morning, <laughs> Minister Gertie. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Good morning, good time. <laughs> and Pastor Steph. Amen, amen, amen. Are you, are you like sounding like you got a cold? It's my allergies. They have been on fleek, as the young women say, this year. I sound like a dude, I know. The morning, I'm so congested. It's, um, wow. it's just my allergies, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to tell you, I had no idea until this year. This is the first time I've heard of people suffering from allergies in October. I have never heard of this before. And, I mean, really? people are talking about this more. And No, I've never. I've never. My thing is, you know, I've always heard it happen in allergy, quote, unquote, allergy season and things like that. So we definitely hope and pray you're feeling better because it's got to be miserable. Vivian was talking about that the other day. Wow. And my my kids, like we all. And the funny thing is I didn't grow up having allergies. I say it's, it's, um, for me, I remember my first time getting like bronchitis or having any upper respiratory issue was right after 9-11. So I'm always like, it's that 9-11 air that got me. Wow, wow, wow. You know, I think a lot of us have experienced allergies for the first time. Age-related things. We just got finished talking about that. Right. And right. I've never either, I've never either until within the last year, maybe, maybe last couple of years, but a lot of us have not experienced anything that had anything to do with allergies. So we're so sorry to hear that you're congested, but we thank you for your diligence. And you're coming <laughs> on nonetheless. We're so appreciative. You know, well, good, because we look forward to having you. You always have such gems. And we got a topic today. Last night I was asking around, you know, well, what, you know, what are you all, you know, what comes to your mind? When, are there any questions? And when they hit me with this one, I was like, wait a minute. That's a good one. And when I pulled up some stuff, I was like, oh, my goodness. I know she's going to rip this one apart. So I am so 
so excited to get started. But, you know, because there are people who are hearing you for the very first time, just give us some little brief summary of who Gertie Gordon is. Sure. Um, Child of God, first and foremost. Uh, mother, wife, minister, and um, entrepreneur, um, specifically in the beauty space um, with hair and scalp care and styling. And so um, that's just where God has planted me and allowed me to flourish, and I'm grateful for it. And um, I love being able to take the, um, the science behind hair care and the complexities that come with it and um, really, you know, be able to speak in layman's terms so that a five-year-old can understand it and that we can better treat our temple. That's oh, trying to be very... <laughs> Hopefully that's... Okay. That's that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good. Nice. As brief as that was, it was thorough. It was thorough. You know, I have really enjoyed having you on. As anything we throw your way, you give great, great direction. And, you know, like I said, when I asked around last night and this one hit the floor, I was like, yeah, because I've heard some horror stories of people doing some things. You know, Minister Gertie, Sister Gertie, Gertie girl, people do all (laughs) kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? Right. People, all somebody got to right. do is tell you that it worked for them. And immediately, right. like you always say, you know, people run to the Internet or they jump into things and they really don't do the research. And, you know, there's a big difference. I actually looked up one thing. Well, I, I pulled mm-hmm. it up, but then I saw that there were two very different things. So I want to make it clear to everyone that today we're talking about foods that they say are actually good to put in our natural hair, not foods that we ingest that's good for our hair. I definitely want to make you know it clear to all of our listeners because initially that's the first list I pulled up was food that we can eat. And I started looking at this list. I'm like, we could put that in our hair? And then I was like, Stephanie, you better read this again, girl. See what happens when you just kind of glance over things, gloss over things? So right. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm talking to everybody today. I pulled up a list of food that, you know, the the, the the internet world and some people say that you can put in your hair. And there's a particular item that comes up that if that came up from someone, a cousin of mine quite a few years ago. As a matter of fact, about 10 years ago, and if it's not on this list, I'm definitely going to ask you about it because, you know, I want. It was a very interesting uh, concept that she had been given, and I am dying to hear what you got to say about that one. But maybe it's on this list. Everybody, I've not looked at this list. If anybody is an avid Dutam listener, you all know 
I don't go through the list. I want to be just as surprised as everyone else. So, our sister Gertie girl, let's take it away. So, I the first. I didn't see your um, I didn't see your text for this morning, and uh, I just chuckled. But um, I know normally you're asking, you know, what to talk about, and there's just always so much information. So it's always. Um, I think it's easier, and it also will will meet the needs of those listening when we get the questions from, you know, from the listeners to be able to speak to it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to hearing your list, but I have um, I have my thoughts on that whole, that whole thought, thought process. I mean, or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. That's why when I saw it and when it came up last night, I was like, oh, oh, she's going to eat this one up. I know, I know, I know she's going to eat this one up. Especially being Well, you know, you, maybe, maybe not. Know. I, I don't deep into it. Well, let's see. Let's see. What, yeah. what, what did you find? You what, what's the internet? Yeah, <laughs> You haven't felt this yet. The first thing on this list, is they're saying that we, it would be good if we put oatmeal in our hair. Now, I'm not going to say what they're saying yet, but if, if, if you could, you know, throw it back at me when you want, and I'll tell you what it says. So what do you think about this oatmeal thing? Okay, so just... Overall, I think I understand, you know, the, the, the logic behind wanting to use foods on our hair. Um, the main reason I, I don't necessarily push it or I don't ascribe to it, um, and I say that loosely because a lot of products that we use have these ingredients made in, within the product, right? But it's, okay. think about it. When you're using oatmeal or egg or mayonnaise or different even fruits and vegetables and all, and you're using it on the hair, you're limiting all of the benefits you can receive from said food when you're just doing that. It's better that you, you ingest it because, um, you know, as I say all the time, healthy hair starts from the inside out, right? And so the benefits right. that you're going to get... From your so okay, just so that's just an overall like a broad sweep. If you have to choose between putting it on your hair or actually ingesting the food, I'm gonna always encourage you to ingest the food. Why? Because healthy okay. hair starts from the inside out. What is the 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 lifeline of having healthy hair? It's healthy blood flow that you're gonna get help, healthy blood flow with circulation. And so, when you're ingesting these foods, you're getting all of those benefits that your hair is um, is a byproduct of the benefit that they're receiving, but it's also benefiting other parts of your body for your overall health. You see what I'm saying? As right. Yes, I do. If you're taking the oatmeal and you're applying it to your hair, that's just what's outside. So you're you're focusing on the external layer of the hair and or your scalp. You see what I mean? So it's not you're you're, you're yep. not going to get as much of as much use of the nutrients and, and the benefits of said food 
when you're just putting it as using it as a topical. You see what I mean? So okay. You, you, yep. you get better benefit when you ingest it. Not only are you going to get the benefit for your hair and your scalp, but, you know, with your, when it goes, gets into your body and you're digesting it and into your bloodstream, it's going to have a plethora of benefits throughout your body. So, so that's just a broad stroke with anything, right? So right. if we're going to go over that, we can go over just, you know, the general benefits that you can get with it doing on your hair, but I just encourage people to incorporate it into your diet so you get the full benefits of it as opposed to something temporary that's topical. So now with oatmeal, um, one of the main reasons why oatmeal is good for your hair because of the fact that oatmeal, it contains your um, omega-6 fatty acids, and that normally helps with regard to um, damage, um, moisturizing your hair, and it can help, um, and even this is loosely, you know, I'm like, I'm not fully sold on it, but it's been said to help with split ends. But my issue with split ends is, you know, I just think that's a whole marketing ploy trying to get people to okay. buy different Because you can't really repair split ends. The ends don't mend back together again. You can do something that will smooth out the ends, but a split end is just that. It's already split. Cut it off. You know? Okay. Okay. I think you've given us that little tip before, but it definitely right. is a great reminder because I kind of forgot that until you mentioned it just now, that once you split, it's split, and you got to get rid of it. And that's why you hear healthcare professionals always talk about cutting your hair, trimming your hair, so we can get rid of the split end. So right. that that's definitely something that, they mentioned, they did mention the moisturizing and the fact that it supposedly softens your hair and right. they say it soothes the itching. Now, as a person, like I said, I haven't looked at this list. I, I like to be, right. you know, just a surprise as everybody else. But, you know, as a person who I, who I told you this itching thing, you know, um, right. I, I, girl, I could take the whole oatmeal and, and throw it on top of my head and just go ahead and go to town with the oatmeal. Because so, remember, yeah. remember what else do we what else do we find that is um, recommended with oatmeal um, as a soother, and it helps with those that have um, eczema or skin conditions. You know, oatmeal, so it helps. Right. Uh, but once again, it further undergirds my thought or my preference in that. So it better you ingest it. You know, with the oatmeal, if you're using it to soothe your scalp and to help with moisturizing your hair, that's going to be something temporary. Whereas if you ingest it, it's going to be able to provide it from the inside out, which I think will um, right. more more sustaining power. You see what I mean? So it's not bad yes. to use things on your hair. You know, it can help. But in the grand scheme of things, I would more encourage that you get the full maximum benefit of it and everything that it's going to be able to help benefit um, your hair and scalp included. Right, right, right. Now let me ask you this. How would you use 
in our hair? Would we put it with the shampoo? Would we put it with a conditioner? How would we even use it? It doesn't say that. So how would we use it? Well, you would make it like a um, a paste, you know, and it's just you can okay. add some water to it or you can add some um, milk to it. Once again, all of these things are just, you're giving yourself more work. It's not that it can't be done. And some people actually, right. um, the whole process of creating and doing it, that actually is therapeutic. You know how like um, okay. um, with someone baking or cooking, you know, that whole process. Right, right. Uh, if you can engage in that process, that can be therapeutic. And it can also, as you're making it, you know, it'll help with softening your hands. You know, so there's benefits to it. Right. You know? Okay, uh, okay, okay. Tends to Oatmeal tends to be one of the ones that is more pleasurable, but like your mayonnaise or your eggs and stuff, it ends up sticking. It's hard to get out, and it's no, 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 don't go there yet, don't go there yet. We haven't gotten all this. No, no, no. So no, I'm sorry. I want to go through this list because I'm telling you, when I actually look at this stuff, I'm telling you, I got, I got one item. When the person told me somebody told them to do this, I, I had never heard of it before. So please do not jump ahead of the game. I want to hear how this stuff gets broken down. No, it's okay. It's okay. Because there's such a benefit to having you on. Because when I tell you, you drop so many gems, you know, down on the plate for us. You do. That's what I said, because don't jump the gun. Don't jump the gun. Because I want to <laughs> definitely get to this stuff here. All right. Okay. Paris. Paris. You, you sound very far. I'm sorry. Cool. Hold on. Let me see. Can you hear me better? That's better. Yeah. Carrots. They're saying carrots are also good for your hair. Now, what would carrots do for our hair? Well, one of the things is um, carrots is really known for what? For with um, it's a, a source for beta carotene um, and vitamin A. It also has um, what other vitamins? B. I think carrots have vitamin K also, but those yep. are normally associated with promoting hair growth. There's a few. There's a few vitamins. I know um, B, K, A. It yes. probably has yes. E. It probably has E and C. Um, but the same, just kind of um, with just understanding that mixture of those vitamins, those are normally um, regularly known and associated with promoting hair growth. But once again, back to my original statement: all of those promoting the hair growth is not on the hair that's already outside of your head. Where is the hair growth originating from? Subcutaneously, underneath the skin, inside, internal. So it goes back to what? Eat that carrot before taking that carrot and trying to rub it in your hair. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I have going to be my, my ending sentence for everything that you bring up. At the end of the day, eat it. Now it's going to depend on okay. um, how, you, how you prepare it makes a difference, right? You know, so the the yes. more of the more of its natural whole state, the better for you, as opposed to you know like steaming or um, slightly boiling the carrot 
will be better than if you deep fry the carrot, you know? So it's, you know, making sure the preparation <laughs> is, is, is good. But, um, yeah. Listen, so they my, have my... Mm-hmm. There's a slight Hello. delay when you're talking, and I don't want to sound like I'm jumping over you, but there's a delay, and I don't, I'm don't. i sure it might be on my end, so I apologize um, greatly. Oh, no. It seems like we're all over the place, um, all, all on top of you this morning. They have here <laughs> that cabbage juice, they say is a way you can naturally color your hair. Now, you have talked to us about coloring our hair on our own and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. any level of light on whether this is even true or not with carrot juice? Well, it can be. Any, any um, liquid that you have and then you apply some type of heat catalyst, whether you go out in the sun, you let it air dry, you go into a dryer, it's going to provide a tint on the hair. That's with um, people used to do it years ago with cranberry juice, carrot juice. Um, so I can see that it's going to be, it's like a stain. It's gonna, it can stain your hair. I can see that. Do I recommend it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I don't recommend it is because there's so many other um, healthy options that you have where you can actually get a uh, proper stain that you can have some longevity with that stain, but you can use it. Especially with I your um, your warmer your your reds and your browns, those those colors are, are potent, you know, and so it can provide you with a with a stain. Okay, okay, okay. But again everybody don't try this at home. I don't care what it says. I don't care what it says. Here's another one. Spinach. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Spinach so most in the, the hair. Right. So most of your leafy greens, that's part of a really diet overall. But you can definitely use spinach. Um, once again, your spinach, your kale, um, a one that's really, really good, but because it's so expensive, it's not as popular, um, sea kelp. And so those are really great. Um, and those also are in that category of um, what can promote hair growth. Um, I do believe that spinach also is um, rich in definitely you're going to get your, your folic acid, you're going to get your iron, but it's going to have vitamins A and C. I don't remember if spinach has E in it, but you're going to get your A and um, your C, and those are going to um, help with regard to promoting hair growth. But as with most things, you can get too much of a good thing, so just being mindful of what you're, you're um, using because you don't want to get too much vitamin A or too much, as we're talking about with carrots, too much vitamin K because too much of it can actually lead to hair loss. So just being having a healthy balance. Wow. But with your yeah, with your wow. um your spinach and your other leafy greens, um, they have the nutrients. Um, especially a lot of um people of color we can be um um we can be deficient in iron. And so you're gonna okay. in your leafy greens you're gonna get your iron, um, vitamins A and C and um with spinach in particular I believe, um you're going to get um, folate. 
So yeah, so that's another okay, one that's good okay. for, for hair growth. So now you said too much vitamin C. Hmm. Say yeah, that again. I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Um, oh, really? All right. Too much vitamin A. Um, if you have too much of it, it can lead to um, hair breakage. Along the same lines as if you have too much protein. It's like getting too much of a good thing, and it's like overload. So the hair will be too, um, I don't want to say too strong. Um, it's going to give too much of it, and that's going to eventually lead, for the, lead to the hair breaking when you have too much. Are we saying if you eat too much of protein or vitamin K, you can actually start experiencing hair loss? That's what most of if you have too much of it. Like I know um, with protein what it does, you know, hair is already a protein. So when you have too much protein, it renders it... Um, it ends up getting too, I, the word that keeps coming to me is too strong, but I'm not comfortable saying the hair is too strong. It just makes it too hard, I guess, and then so then it's easy for the hair to break. Okay. So it's like if you okay, have too, okay. much of, too much of it. Okay. So okay. I never heard that before. Never oh, really? heard that. Never, no. I've never heard. That's what I said. You know, sometimes these these topics may seem silly to people. Like, oh, why are we talking about that? But, again, you right. mentioned several things, and we've only gotten to three items, and you've already <laughs> mentioned things that I've never even heard of. And these are things, and you talk about ingesting the food opposed to putting the food on your hair, you know, and even 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 eating can you know offer a possible overload on your system and can have an adverse effect you know for some of us so this stuff is really that's what I tell you you have so much uh knowledge and wisdom it's it's amazing giving God thanks for you so so much one of the other things pumpkins. Right, so your pumpkin is going to be um, along the same lines as the um, as the carrot, right? Um, but the main thing with pumpkin, I believe, is zinc and I'll have to look it up. I don't remember. Is, is zinc and something else with regard to um, pumpkin, if I remember correctly? It's, the pumpkin is rich with yeah. zinc and something else. And that's going to they be... They have potassium. Okay, yeah. And so um, both the com- the combination of those two via your pumpkin is going to um, encourage strength and growth, I believe. You don't hear that one often, but that one's a good one. Once again, oh, okay. get, some, get some pumpkin seeds. Um, and not pumpkin seeds, pumpkin um, supplements that have pumpkin in it. And you can ingest that, and that can be part of your healthy diet. Okay. Okay. All right. I like that. All right. Now, here's one where I have heard people have used, and it didn't go well. So, guys. Use what? Raw eggs. 
Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I am not a fan at all, at all, at all. Um, once again, the benefit of using the, the egg is to be able to, um, not only is, does it help as a, um, it's, um, to help with promoting hair growth, but it also, um, as being a protein, it's a form of protein that can help to strengthen the hair, you know, so it will, uh, minimize breakage. Once again, like I said, I think you better you're better off boiling that egg and <laughs> getting the protein ingested not only for your hair and scalp but for the rest of your body. But it helps to um, it helps to strengthen the hair. Some people say okay. that it can be it can help with thickening the hair, um, but I don't know. I I don't hear that as one of the main main benefits of um, egg for the hair. But, you know, beware because it, um, especially the, the egg white and the yolk, it can get very sticky on here and it stinks when you're putting it on the hair. And so just trying to get that out, you got to be very careful that you don't have a, um, you don't end up having like a, a film on the hair because it's not properly rinsed out. Because normally when someone's looking to do that, they tend to be people who don't really want to even use shampoo because of the sulfates and, you know, you just kind of like open that whole rat hole. And so you're you're stuck with trying to get the benefit from it, but it's, there's a few of the drawbacks on actually properly applying it and being able to properly remove it, you know? Okay. Okay. And I was saying that was one of the horror stories that I was told about using the raw eggs. Ah, they couldn't get it out of their head so easily. What did you say, mayonnaise? That and mayonnaise, um, you'll get a lot of horror stories. (laughs) Um, The other thing with eggs, some people have said that they get, um, it enhances their shine. Okay, okay. Well, that's what they use for our um, lemon meringue pies and apple pies. You know, they use it for the glaze. They definitely, mm-hmm. you know, glaze right. those baked goods with it. So yeah. I guess they say it can shine your hair also. Right. Even your um, some of your, um, your baking, you do like an egg wash to get that nice golden, you yep. know, um, that and butter, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. Well, hopefully mm-hmm. butter won't come up on this list, girl. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I got a whole lot of stuff here. That, oh, oh, no, Lord. Oh, my goodness gracious. I wouldn't be surprised if that came up. That I would be surprised. Right. I haven't looked at I haven't seen I haven't looked at this list. I wouldn't be surprised if Lord popped up. Yogurt is on the list. Oh, yogurt. Um, I've seen yogurt before. I that was not really um one of my first go tos or that's along the lines of like mayonnaise. But um, yogurt, I would say because of the protein, perhaps that's not a. Um, I'm not familiar with yogurt as a a go to with hair. Um, 
So, yeah, I'd have to look that up. Okay, okay. Let's see what they say about yogurt. They say that yogurt has phosphorus and mm. out of zinc to aid hair growth. That's what they're claiming. Okay. And a deep conditioner. And they say uh, yogurt can be used as a deep conditioner. So Right. I could see mm, that okay. as being a as it being a base because of its creamy consistency, especially if you use like a like um, a Greek yogurt, I'm assuming the consistency okay. will help to be like a base for um, other things that might be either runny or hard to kind of keep together. Like uh, like say let's use the um, oatmeal for example. Say you don't want to use the water, you could probably use some yogurt. You know your concoction can be like a yogurt oatmeal because the the yogurt. Okay. I would, I would just, um, just you know, visually thinking about yogurt, so especially like um, your heavier or your thicker yogurt. That can be a, a used as a good base. Okay. You know, okay. you could even okay. you could probably add some essential oils to it. I don't recommend this. I just the thought of it. Right. But essentially, you could add some essential oils to it. You know what I mean? Yes. 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 Okay, okay. And I can see what you mean when you say it'll help keep from having a runny consistency if you were to use it, you know, use something else opposed to the yogurt. Now, listeners, we're not talking about fruit-flavored yogurt. Don't try this at home. We ain't talking about blueberry. We're not talking about the raspberry stuff. No. Regular Greek yogurt, plain yogurt. Okay, coconut milk. Coconut milk is um, is actually pretty good. You can use it for um, several things. Um, the the number one that I know of is that um, when doing like a homemade conditioner, um, that's a great base. To be able to have that um, coconut milk, it's a naturally a fatty acid, and so because of that, you can um, rely on it for moisture. Um, and it's not only moisture for the hair strands, but it's also moisture um, for your scalp, which is nice. Um, so yeah, that can be one of your your base your base for doing like a, a deep conditioner or a mask treatment. Um, I do like that um coconut milk it 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 doesn't um it won't stick like you won't have that residue or that film i hope that makes sense you know it's it's uh okay. a yes. good, it's good for like you you'll get the um the nourishment that the coconut milk will provide for your scalp and your hair you can get that moisture um you can do a great um like a, a rinse out conditioner or you can do it as a, a mask um, based on the other your other bells and whistles that you add to it, but what I do like about coconut milk is that it, you're you're able to get a good rinse from it. You don't have to worry about that leaving okay. stuff, you know. Okay, okay, you know, it's, it's, okay. It's a great it's a great moisturizer. Okay, okay. All right. Well, that's one. That's the, I think that's the only real thumbs up you had. 
I think that's the only time you have said, okay, we can use it. Now, for those who might be just joining us, we're talking to our sister Gertie Gordon with our Trust Talk with Gertie this morning. And we're talking about the food they say that you can actually put right onto your hair. And our sister Gertie is letting us know whether, according to her, these are good things to do or bad things to do. So, like I said, this is one of the first times I've heard even a little, you know, so that's uh, that's a good thing. That's one. Ding, ding, ding. We can actually add to the list. Now, you've talked about this mayonnaise several times, and mayonnaise (laughs) has finally hit the list. And for those who are just joining us, tell us what you think about this mayonnaise idea of putting it right onto your hair. Right. So mayonnaise is um, kind of like the old school, OG, you know it for um, strength, for shine, and for being able to um, promote hair growth. You know, those three are the, the top three. I'm sure there are other benefits, but those are just since I was a kid knowing with regard to mayonnaise. But, um, you know, um, there's so many other ways that you can get shine, promote hair growth, and strengthen the hair uh, without uh, uh, that, stick, that sticky, stinky mess, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> but um, those are the top three benefits wow. of mayonnaise. It's, that's been, you know... Age for me is like an age old mayonnaise since I started even doing yeah. this. Mayonnaise has been, um, you know, mayonnaise and eggs have been a, a, a known go to staple with uh, with regard to hair care. But I, I would yeah. much quicker tend to, to reach for the products that are either mayonnaise based or mayonnaise infused because they've gone through proper filtration processes where it won't stink or stick to your hair and scalp. Okay, okay. I've heard that as well. Since I was a little girl, I've heard, you know, people put mayonnaise in their hair and egg in their hair. So like you said, those have definitely been staples that have been on the list. All right, right. what's next? Apple juice. Wow. <laughs> Apple juice. Um, That's so funny because um, – I love apple juice um, as my base for smoothies. Like, so I just really, really like apple juice. But um, the, the number one thing with um, apple juice is that it's been known, its properties have been known to help with um, with dandruff or um, dead skin. You know, if you have excess um, skin, dry skin, dandruff on the scalp, it helps with that. Um, also, it has... Um, it has not amino. It has one of the acids, and I don't remember what the benefit is. But there's another benefit with apples. But the number one that I do know, um, you can use apple juice to help with um, with your um, dead skin cells and flakes, like dandruff and stuff on the hair. And I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you may have heard. You know, there was a whole big. Um, a trend or a craze with using apple cider vinegar 
on the hair, and that would the main thing would be to do like steam treatments with that, which I absolutely hate it because it stinks as all get out. So you're adding that on top of unshampooed, you know, dirty, built-up hair. It's a recipe for a, a funk that you don't want to be a part of in a salon. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but that's, um, that's um, definitely the number one of the treatment. There's another benefit to apple. I don't remember what it is. It's another, I don't remember if it's folic acid or what, or alpha hydroxy. There's another benefit to apple that I don't remember, um, but the primary is with regard to um, it's really good for your your um, your scalp, scalp skin. Okay. Now, here they have that it's also supposedly good for your locks. Have you heard that one before? It keeps your locks, your locks shiny and healthy. Have you heard that one before? No, I haven't. Okay, well, that's a new I'm not one. saying that that's true. That's I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. I'm not familiar. Right. That is a okay. benefit. It's not a, a commonly known, yeah. Okay, okay. All righty. Well, I'm not surprised that this is on the list. I don't know how mm-hmm. high this will rank on your yes or no. But blackberries, mm-hmm. you know, they say blackberries are supposedly, like, excellent for our daily, you, you know, you always push what we ingest and blackberries always high on the list. I think one of the highest things we've ever, that's a constant, those blackberries. So what do you think about blackberries for the actual hair? Right. So with blackberries, it's um, main thing is with regard to oxidative damage on the hair. And so um, it helps with um, like free radicals. And um, so that's going to help to promote hair growth and or hair growth and or hair strengthening. And so um, that's the main thing that I know um, to promote healthy hair growth and strengthening the hair. Um, I believe it's rich in vitamin C. I don't know. I don't remember if it's rich in vitamin A, but it is rich in vitamin C. And so it's going to really help with um, how how it helps to strengthen the hair is the, the vitamin C promotes the blood flow. So once again, it goes back to the Okay. Right. Yeah, they're really good for that. And um, I would dare say all berries, like blueberries, blackberries, and raspberries, I believe they all provide that, but they have different, they vary in their vitamin C content, I believe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, now, like, so say, would we put, you want to do a, a mixture of berries, but I do, um, with the exception of strawberry. Okay. I, don't, I don't remember strawberries, but I know blackberry, blueberries, definitely, and I think raspberries also. Okay. Now, how are we using this? Are we using this in shampoos or conditioner, or how are we using this? I would dare say you can do it for both, but for the... Um, for the benefit of it remaining with your conditioner. And, you know, you can um, kind of, like, create, like, a pulp. Once again, very messy. And understand, especially with the berries, you're going to get that stain. um, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Especially if you're going to do it as a mask. 
know that you're going to get some staining, right? And um, when you do it as a mask, to also have it as a, um, um, like your deep conditioner, so you're going to need to do a heat source. Okay. You know, so say, say you, okay. you mash it up and you make a pulp with it, you could um, you could actually do your coconut milk or you can do your yogurt, you know, create that as a mask and then um, like paste it all over your hair and scalp, massage it in, use a conditioning cap and go into the dryer or if you have a heating cap, you know, to get the maximum benefit okay. from it. That, But I would, if I had to choose between the two, between doing that or doing a smoothie, guess what I'm going to tell you to do? Do the smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness But you, you know what I mean? It's, it's not bad. I just think that all that you go through to do that, to do it, and then you're going to get it on your hair and your scalp, and then you're going to rinse it out, and that's it. Whereas if you ingest it, you're going to be able to get it to um, into your bloodstream, and it's going to do those benefits for your hair, scalp, and beyond. Right, right. And that's what I was thinking when I saw the blueberries on the list because, like I said, I do know that, blue, I mean, I'm sorry, blackberries, the blackberries, period, they, I don't care what health tip I do, berries are always at the top of the list. Blackberries they especially, they say that is the most potent berry there is. And I thought about the same thing, and I'm saying to myself, well, by the time you put it in your hair, the only thing that's going to benefit is your hair, opposed to every single thing we talk about, high blood pressure, diabetes, inflammation, this and that. If you ingest the blackberries, boy, it would be doing, I mean, some powerful work in your body, which definitely promotes what you've been saying from the beginning, uh, you know, the ingesting opposed to just putting it on our hair. And now exactly. you're using because berries ain't cheap either. So now you're going to use it in your hair <laughs> right. where it's going to have, I'm missing, I always think about the dollar. So I, I get what right. you're saying. Put it in a smoothie, and now regardless of what health condition you may have, it will aid with that health condition plus benefit some other parts of your body now you've gotten this maximum benefit of blackberry. Right. So I, I definitely get it. Right. I get it. I get it. Right. I just think, you know, we, as, as people, <laughs> we, we, we tend to, we're just extra. I just think a lot of times we're just doing, we're doing <laughs> the most a lot of times and giving ourselves <laughs> more work to do. Like, it doesn't even, you know, it, it doesn't have to be all of that. Like, you can really get really great results by doing, you know, the 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 lesser things well. And what I mean by that is that right. you're going to go through all of that to create this paste, to do all of that, put it on your hair, then you're going to throw it out. <laughs> Whereas right. if you ingest right. it, it's going to benefit your body. You're going to actually use it, and you're, you're going to be able to um, ingest, get the nutrients, get all of that through your body as opposed to putting it on your body. Right. Getting some, you know, getting some benefits. I'm not saying that it's a complete right. waste, but you can better use that fruit or food when you ingest it. In my opinion, right? You know, I, I want to I want to talk about something a little bit, um, especially being that you know we're a Christian um, broadcast and you're a minister. I want to talk about something for a minute. You know, here's the thing: when you said that. 
something immediately came to my mind. We have we have a habit as people, people period. Mm-hmm. When you know when you come, so here's the thing. How does it look? How does it sound to be able to say, "Oh, girl, I put I I I put this yogurt and blackberry and and and, and some apple cider vinegar." And I put all this together, and I put it in my hair. I put the cap on. And we always want to sound like we do so much that that's great. In life, that's people. For some reason, that's why I said even as silly as some of this stuff sounds, I wanted to talk about it today because you have such a wealth of information and people love to sound good. People love right. to look good. And, you know, like you said, here we've gone through all of this. We've taken, you know, all this time to do all of this. And that, that berries, man, they stain your stuff. You can't get it out your clothes. <laughs> right. As opposed to me drinking it in a smoothie and throwing it in a blender. You know, it, it's not splashing all over the place. I'm not cleaning it up the same way. But for some reason, and I want to talk about this today for a real quick second before you go, you know, we we just want to look good. And that's the way the world is. The world loves to look good. The world loves to sound good. And and the one thing that I I really, I, I, I love to promote and God has me promoting is let's, let's, Let's be wise. You know, if you go with God's way, you have such larger benefits opposed to the looking good and the sounding good that the world wants to push. And I'll, and I'll just kind of leave it there for you to, to talk about. Well, um, that's a good question. Not, not a good question, a good call out, right? At the end of the day, what did God say in Genesis. He said that it was not good that the man should be alone. And what my understanding or interpretation of that is that as human beings, we're made to be relational, right? We're made, all, everyone wants to know that they do matter. Everyone wants to know that, you know, there is some, some value. The unfortunate, because, you know, we have an enemy that comes to pervert the truth, so there's no lie in that. Because God said it. God said it's not good that man be alone. What does that mean? That we all are naturally, innately made to want to be in community, to want to be affirmed. But what happens because sin is in the world, we oftentimes our need for validation is misplaced. Why? Because we're looking for validation from those who can't validate us anyway and who are in need of validation themselves, right? And so our focus is is horizontally as opposed to being vertically. So understanding and knowing our identity in Christ, we ought to be able to know that we're complete in him or through him, right? Because what does the word say? We are through um, complete in him. He has declared us righteous, you know, not to just go so far off, but bringing it back. That's natural for us to want to look good and be perceived as good and be accepted 
and love, so on and so forth. The issue comes in because in our natural inclination to do that, we oftentimes do it amiss because we're looking at what? We're looking at the other, and we use the other as our barometer or as our gauge, intentionally or not. Sometimes it's just done subconsciously. For those of us who have a knowing or God consciousness, you know, we'll then have that, that the Holy Spirit will check us. Like, you know what, uh-uh, we don't, we don't do that for man, right? We don't look for the approval of man. However, the world at large, everyone's not doing that. And so that's why we find all, everyone's always trying to do the most, so much so that everyone wants right. to be different or everybody wants to do this or do that. That's not necessarily the issue, I don't think. I think that's, that's natural. The issue comes in when we, we do it based on the lie and not the truth. That's only found in God. Right, right, right. I love your segue. Wow. I love your segue <laughs> into that. I, re- I love your segue into that. So I think for those of us who are believers, and if we, we're, we're, it's more than being spirit-filled but being spirit-led, to understand that when we see people acting out or doing the most or just doing things that they think is great but it's really not befitting for them or it's not becoming, we can have now grace to understand that there's a spirit behind that. We know that the spiritual world is what's more important. Right. We know the spiritual right. world is what really, right. really matters also what's manifesting in the physical. So when you see, you know, sister so-and-so, looking a hot mess, thinking, you know, and don't want you to say anything because <laughs> you hate, you know, whatever. It's not that you hate, and it's just like, this, those eyelashes are terrible. You know, it's just having some grace right. to understand that, you know what, that's just, she needs that validation. It's misplaced. Holy Spirit, show me how can I speak or not speak, or you open that door to allow your truth to come, whether you use me or whomever. You know, and, and if, we, right. if we approach that, and it's not just with care and how we look. It's just in general, walking this right. walk. Right. How are we going to right. be Christ light bearers to be able to understand that, you know what, we, we don't, we, it, it's so easy for us, whether we verbalize or not, to really cast judgment. But if we really look at, that's just a broken person doing and being who they are naturally, looking for validation. As light bearers, mm. it's for us to be able to lead them to what the where the true value is. The true validation is only through Christ. Our identity is through Christ. And that is a lifelong process of remembering that. You, me, everyone, right. whomever, we all go through that. It's a right. constant reminder. The word tells us to what? Daily take up our cross to follow him. That's daily to be able to crucify the flesh anew every day. So it's not right. it's not something that you know, it doesn't matter how long you've been in Christ, you still go through that. You know, all of us go through that. I still, right. you know, when I get dressed or what have you, I still, my natural to be like, ugh, I look horrible. Ugh, you know what I mean? And then I have to remind myself, no, nope, it's okay. I'm not, I may not be the size I want to be or the weight I want to be, but it's all right. Lord, I'm going to thank you anyway because why? I'm made in your image. And it's, it's, you have to get into the practice of saying those things and declaring what God says, because it's, it's natural for us to, to, to bend towards the negative. It's natural for us to bend towards, you know, our own self-defeating thoughts. You know, it took me a long Absolutely. time to get to that, like, you know, and, and, and beating myself up 
for thinking certain things. But what does Paul tell us? That we have to take every thought captive because oftentimes it may not even be ourselves. It's the enemy throwing things, you know, as just a, a simple thought. It's not that simple. Mm-mm. So no. there's a word for <laughs> us taking every thought captive. And I, I really, you know, this is the, the Spirit of the Lord told me to talk about that this morning. And it's funny mm-hmm. because you brought up some things that Shanti actually, she said here on the broadcast um, uh, the past week, within this week. And one of the things I, I really saw was that, you know, all of the stuff that we do, you know, we jump on the Internet to imitate what these people are doing, and a lot of times, like you said, what they're doing is for shallow purposes, and, you know, it's because they're dealing with issues, and now we're following and patterning ourselves behind people who have issues. We should be looking to encourage and bolster them, but yet we're actually, you know, dropping to you know, behave in the manner that they're behaving, not realizing what we're following. And we're supposed to be right. leaders. And that's one of my right. biggest issues. We're supposed to be trendsetters. And we're not. Right. We're the biggest right. followers. You know, what everybody does, uh, a sister, everybody, you know, wants to follow. And and I thought about, right. you know, all of this stuff that people are doing you know, all of these influencers, and why do we have so many influencers for the way we look, the way we wear our hair, the way we wear our makeup, the way we dress, you know, all of these things opposed to us being more influential in who we are in the Lord and pointing people to Christ, we're not doing that, and yet, we're tearing ourselves apart, and, and, you know, at certain times, in certain areas, again, trying to mirror and imitate what people are doing. So, you know, just immediately, I, I, boy, did I get a, a, a pinch to bring mm. that up. And, again, what you said is really, really so true. We have to get our thoughts together. We have to get, right. you know, like you said, hold our, 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 you know, our thoughts, you know, captive because if not, we'll be running all over the place trying to, right. you know, satisfy the flesh, our right. eyes, you know, and, and things like that. that. And that's a, yeah. The enemy is relentless. The enemy is, rela- the enemy yes. is relentless at pursuing us. And we over here lukewarm yes. at repping Christ. <laughs> yep, yep, you're right. But we yes, have to, we have to right. be as relentless. Absolutely, we have to be as, as, and we're as not. relentless, not more. Right, right. And we have to we be worried about the right area. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> we're not relentless in the right area. Everything hurts right. our feelings. Everything you, you're stepping on somebody's toes. And all of this sensitivity in the body of Christ, and we're losing the battle because we're so self-absorbed and not really looking right. at the fact that we need to be on the battlefield. We need to be, you know, better positioned and, you know, to to work for God and to build 
the kingdom here on earth, but unfortunately, because we have so many of our personal drawbacks, you know, we're so so inundated. Yes, yes, all of these things that are going on. And that's why I said, you know, I I put the question out there because I'm like, okay, I can't always think of everything. And and not only that, I want to know what the people are thinking. And before we go, before we go, thank you so much for for actually helping me to push the point that God wanted us to uh, get out there today. So I want to say thank you. But I wanted beer, 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 beer. Years ago, I had a a family (laughs) member who had to, you know, get some help getting her hair untangled because someone told her, to put beer in her hair. And I was like, Lord, don't we know the advice to take and the advice to just eat the fish and spit out the bones, girl. And I was like, are you, because I was trying to figure out how her hair was all twisted and tangled up. And that's when I heard she followed the advice from someone to actually use beer in her hair. Okay, Minister Gertie, Sister Gertie, girlfriend, girl. What happened? I think I think that is um on par with the eggs and mayo as disaster natural quote unquote ingredients, you know, for using here. When you first said it I was cracking up because I remember I got my first relaxer, I was in the sixth grade and um my mother I had a lot of hair, so it was you know, really thick. And so my mother had um, them put a relaxer for me. I was all too excited because I had been doing my hair anyway since I was eight. And so, um, but my dad, my father was really upset with her. And so anytime I would cut up or what have you, my mother would be like, you keep playing around. I'm going to pour some beer in your hand and take that relaxer out. So I was all so ah! excited. To this, to this day, <laughs> I am 45 years old. And when you said beer with hair, I cringed because I remember my mom was threatening me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I don't I never even oh. researched to see if that was true or not. But um the only thing with beer why people will, you know, want to use it is because beer has some protein in it. But once again, I'm like, you're doing the most. All of that for protein <laughs> when there's so many other options for protein. So, um, and that, and the, the fact that, you know, with some people, I would imagine it can get to here really um, a tangled mess, you know. But, yeah, beer is known for, um, I don't remember exactly what proteins, but there's a few proteins in beer that are beneficial for here. Oh, I, I wow. definitely okay. do not recommend anyone doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can see why. <laughs> we can see right. why you wouldn't. But definitely, right. it was a catastrophe. I mean, when I tell you, I, I think her fingers got all twisted and, and caught up in her head. She couldn't even get her fingers out. But, you As know. Well, they um, so, you know, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Serves you right, oh, ma'am. Okay. Damn <laughs> just as toxic on the inside of your body as it is on the outside in your hair. So, you know, right, definitely right. The, the, the the damage that beer can do hair-wise internally. But as always, you have been the most 
And we are so grateful to God for having you as a part of our, you know, regimen, helping us with our hair and beauty tips. And we give God thanks for you all the time. Thank you so much. You know, next, God says next month we'll see what else we can come up with. But I'll tell you one thing, you have definitely, I don't know about our listeners, but for me, I wouldn't consider putting anything, any of these things in my hair, but you have really just brought a lot of light to and, and given some information on things that I didn't even I, I didn't even think about. So thank you so much. Amen. Please tell everybody how to get in touch with you. Absolutely. On um, IG, Gertie, G-E-R-D-I-E-S, underscore beauty and biz. On YouTube, well, that's IG and TikTok, YouTube, um, Trust Talk with Gertie. And um, my email is hello at GertieReneeGordon.com. Gordon with an O, not an A. <laughs> and um, oh, yeah, any okay. questions, I totally look forward to being with you all at due time. Um, and like I said, Pastor Steph, I love it when we get the questions and have this type of for- forum you know, there's a lot of information out there, and um, I'm grateful to God, you know, for what I have and what I can offer. And um, my prayer is that it does, you know, truly help. It makes a difference. It does. It does. It definitely does. And it serves as a wealth of information, not just for listeners, but who else we speak to. So thank you so much. Amen. Again, we pray you have a blessed day. Amen. Thank you. I, uh, I'm working this morning, oh. and then... Gonna finish last minute preparation for this um, our women's retreat this weekend. Which I'm looking forward to. Oh yes, sorry we're gonna miss it, but God says we'll be with you next year. So enjoy a safe trip. If I don't speak to you before then, and uh, we look forward to having you back next month. God says. Likewise, thank you. Okay. Alrighty. Woo. Boy, I got a whole bunch of information. Giving God thanks for all that we get. Woo, here on the new time with Pastor Steph. Boy, God's only got a bunch of stuff for us each and every day. Good morning, Shanti. Welcome to the mute button. Okay, going once, going twice. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to give her a couple of minutes to call back in. Maybe she's just having a connection problem. But just to kind of finish up with what we were talking, you know, I've, I've been looking at, I haven't bought a magazine in years. Oh, my goodness gracious. And I subscribed to something, and it came with some magazine uh, subscriptions. And I actually was looking through, you know, I never have any time to read. And any time I read, I really opt to read my Bible. I haven't read magazines in, whoo, my goodness gracious. But I have to tell you, it brought back so many memories. Because I, I, I love to read. I've always been a big reader. And I love to read magazines and things like that. And as I was looking through the flipping through the magazines. I think it's people that I was looking at and us. 
and I do like to read about, you know, the little stars and things like that. And, you know, it, it kind of made me think about what we were talking about, just uh, Sister Gertie and myself, you know, just what people do to get uh, attention, what people do to stand out. And there's, in one of the magazines, there's this, this article that they have. It's a staple. It's called Who, Where, Who Wore It Best? And they have some event or events where this one outfit popped off on two or three different people. And it's a real interesting dynamic because, needless to say, you get to see how the same outfit looks on more than one person. And when we talk about that and the difference, it's like, wow, some people, they look really, really good. Maybe some accessory that they put on with the outfit um, really brought it out, you know, so therefore they got, and, and they give a percentage, you know, people voted. And it, it's, this is what we do as people. You know, we, we buy something and we look, our aim is to look the best in it, better than someone else would look in it. And we went to the Sitter Awards <laughs> and I always say it amazes me as to how I, you know, I look. You know, I don't wear this because of my size. I don't wear that because of my size. And it's amazing what other people will put on. And you, you look around the room and, you know, just not judging, but just assessing. And, you know, it's something that I had a chance to do. I had a chance to kind of survey the room and just look around. And I kind of just thought some things and, you know, just, what do we do to get there? So we talked about all the stuff we, we put together, these concoctions we put together to put in our hair because so-and-so said, you know, this is good. And everything is not for everybody. You know, uh, uh, you know, Minister Gertie said, you know, somebody must have told her that it, the beer was good for protein, you know, my family member. And, boy, it may have been good for the protein in their hair, but, whoo, boy, did it mess her up her up big time and I think I want to just put out there and caution us to pray over what you do and what I'm realizing and I'm saying all of this is to come to this but just amazing how we get to where we get to and what God will use to point out some of the things he wants us to say pray over what we do and I've learned that I really do. I have to pray over everything because people mean well when they tell you things. Things may have worked well for Mary, John, but when it comes to you, you will not get those same results. Is it for you? Is it what God has for you? only way you will know is if you stay in prayer. And it doesn't necessarily mean that as soon as somebody says, okay, girl, put this, put this beard in your hair because it works for me, okay, let me go pray about it. 
I am, I, I, my thing is, and I always have said this, if we stay in prayer, then when these things come up, we'll automatically know what to do. The discernment from the Holy Spirit will kick in immediately. I do not have to run and get on my knees every time I read something, see something, hear something, or something is presented to me. You know, it's almost like being proactive opposed to being reactive. If you stay in prayer, then you'll automatically know most times, okay, that's not for me, or that's something that I need to do. And, you know, right now we're talking about the things you put in your hair. But the purpose of me having, you know, like I said, I got the pinch to bring it up. And the, pur- the purpose of me having, you know, our sister Gertie talk about it was to, from a ministerial point, what all of this means. What does this mean in the grand scheme of things if you are a person who's supposed to be walking in Christ? Do you follow the trend of everything? Because it looks good because it's, it's what people are doing now. It's the TikTok thing to do. You know, TikTok is the thing to do. Or the things to do on TikTok are the things to do. What are we deciding to do at the end of the day? Are we reading our Bibles at the end of the day as much as we are on the Internet, as much as we are looking at TikTok videos? Are we reading our Bibles and taking direction from God? You know, in, in service one day, I said to them, I said, you know, let the Word of God speak to you. When you're reading, let it actually speak to you. Read it as though you're not just reading, but it's God literally speaking to you. That's actually actually what's going on. But a lot of us look at it as just reading. But if you convert that, allow it to transition into God literally speaking speaking to you, that every time you pick up your Bible, God is speaking to you. Ooh, okay? And if you start thinking about it like that, and we were talking about forgot what the topic was, but that was one of the things that God gave me. And I think if we begin to approach stuff like that, when I look through the magazine and I see these things and I see, oh, I like that hairstyle and I want to wear that hair, their hairstyle. I want to put this in my hair and things like that. Will whatever the Lord said to me when I read my Bible speak to me at that point? Am I meditating on God's word day and night? So when it comes to someone speaking to me or when I see a trend and I think, oh, that's really nice. Every trend is not for Stephanie. Although I like it, although I think it's great, it is not for Stephanie. To know that is if we stay and strengthen that relationship with the Lord. If we stay before the Lord and strengthen that relationship with the Lord, then we won't miss the mark. We won't do things, a lot of things. And that doesn't mean perfection. Not what I'm saying. I'm not saying we won't get anything wrong. But what I am saying is we won't make as many mistakes. That we won't be so error filled. We won't be so quick to open up the internet. And, and, and look at social media or look at magazines or, you know, see things that we want to jump to because everybody's doing it. You would be amazed at how many people who are Christians who live like that. If they're not in the mix of what everybody's doing, they don't feel like they're living. They don't feel like they're in, they're, it's happening for them. And 
like Minister Gertie said, we have to be very, very, very careful because the enemy is very strategic. Do you know how many people he's taking down with TikTok videos? Look at all the challenges that have gone horribly wrong. Think about all the thousands of people who follow that TikTok challenge. Have we prayed over what we do? Have we paid attention to the fact that, you know what, the Word of God says, such and such a thing. Ah, I think I need to stay away from that one. Like I said, everything we do is, you know, we won't have negative results. But I'm sorry, I'm, at, I'm, I'm 56 years old. I, I don't have a lot of room for a lot of errors. I, I just don't. I don't, you know, most of my life is behind me because, you know, God only knows if I'll live to be 100. But, and if that's the case, then most of my life is actually behind me. And I don't have a lot of room. I have illnesses. I have family. I have a congregation. I have multiple ministries that God has me involved in. And I cannot afford to be bumbling and stumbling around here and saying, oops, oh, I got to get that together. Oops, oh, I guess I got to fix that. I don't have that room. I don't have that room. If God is supposed to be the head of my life, and I want you to ask yourself this question. Is God truly the head of my life? Is God truly the head of my life? Or is social media, the way of the world, the things people are doing, the trendy things, is that what I'm leading to? Leading to, rather. I'm sorry. And am I pleasing God in the things that I'm doing? We have to ask ourselves this, these questions. That's something that we really need to focus on. Am I making sense? I like to ask that question in church all the time. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? And it's amazing that all of this would come from the things we put in our hands, should we put it in our hands, because it just, it just spoke to so many other things that we do. You know, as, as I've been doing the health tips on, on here since we started, it's due time, it has been a real blessing to see how God has naturally given us the things we need for our body. I just got a thumbs up that I am making sense. Thank you so much. <laughs> God is the natural things are the healthy things. The natural things. Every every time we do health tips, we do natural this food. The food that comes from God. And like our minister Gertie said, we we benefit so much from ingesting these things. And does it mean like it's the end of the world if we put it on our hair? No. So I now convert that to what are we ingesting? What are we taking into our lives, our minds, our hearts, our spirits? Where, what, what are we doing? Are we putting on 
Christ or is Christ reigning from within? Are we just, you know, putting on the Holy Ghost? Because that's the old timers used to say that. I got to put on my Holy Ghost. Are we putting on the Holy Ghost? Or is, or, or is the Holy Holy Spirit reigning from the inside? That's a big question. Because it, it matters. Because, you know, so I've heard, about, let me take off this Holy Ghost. So that makes me wonder, are you, is it just a past time thing? Is it something, you know, they don't know I can take this Holy Ghost off at any time. I don't know if we want to do that. Because <laughs> if we if we pull it off that Holy Ghost, then I promise you that we're going to cut up. And the cutting up probably won't be pleasing to the Lord. So it's the same thing we're talking about today. What we're putting on our head, on our hair, versus what we have and what we're ingesting and how it can be so beneficial to our body in its entirety. And that's the difference between putting on the Holy Ghost and allowing the Holy Spirit to reign from the inside. Because it makes a difference. I'll tell you, when that Holy Spirit starts sounding that alarm, and, and, and I don't know about the rest of you, but as I've been staying before the Lord more and more, that alarm goes off a lot more. Ooh, you know, whether I'm saying it, whether I'm doing it, whether I'm looking at it on TV or whether someone's speaking to me and they're saying something, I'm going, ooh, that's not what God wants us to say. That's what happens when I've been, that's what's happened to me. Let me put it like that. That's what's happened to me as I've stayed before the Lord more and more. That those alarms are going off. God is saying to me, I don't want you there. You see what so-and-so is doing? You know, I had to say to Shantice, I said, you know, because she was saying, I'm noticing everything. And I said, you know why? Because God has to flag those things to show us what it looks like so that we won't do it. There's a lot of times when you're on the outside looking in, it's a whole different view than when you're on the inside looking in. It, it always looks it always looks great when it's you doing it and you can't see it. You can't see. You can't see how bad it is until you're on the outside looking in. You can say, girl, he ain't no good. But when he's your best, you can't see it because you're in love. But when you're on the outside, you have a different view. So I said to her, I said, God has has indicated to me, he said, Stephanie, I'm showing you the way this looks. So you won't look like that. He has to show me as an onlooker because it looks ugly. It looks nasty. It, it, it's something that you, as soon as you see it, you know that that's not pleasing God. You're not judging. You're assessing why. Because you've stayed before the Lord because you've allowed the, the, the words that are in the Bible when you're reading it to speak to you, so God is actually speaking to you, so you automatically know when you hear it or see it, that's not what God is pleased with, but other people don't see or hear it, it is not you judging, it is you assessing, because it says meditate on my word day and night, so when this stuff happens, it gets flagged, and you're like, oh no, 
does not want me to do that. I don't know what God wants you to do. I know what God doesn't want Stephanie to do. I know what that word of God says. And that's what I'm patterning myself behind. And me ingesting God's food, opposed to putting that food on my head, is a is 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 definitely in comparison to the Holy Ghost that I put on when I wake up in the morning and I put it on like a robe or a coat or a bra <laughs> for the support system, opposed to waking up and understanding that I'm asking God to give the spirit that he's given me my steps for the day. Order my steps, God. Tell me where you want me. Tell me what you want me to do. Point me in the right direction. It's not that I'm better than anybody. I just look at my life differently. I've gotten to the point where everything matters. And when I slip, God is right there yanking that chain. Uh-oh. Like, oh, dang, that too. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the time he sounds the alarm. Because if he didn't sound the alarm, that would be equivalent to me being left in the dark. But if I'm going to celebrate God for him bringing me out of darkness into his marvelous light, then i got to celebrate it the right way. So every time he turns on that light, ah! That too. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll fix it. If he leaves me in the dark where I'm comfortable, I'm never going to see the light for anything. I'm never going to see what's in the light. The light will never be shined on the things that are wrong. I don't know about you. I can only speak to me. And these are the things that I have allowed God to do in my life. And boy, he is still working. He's still working. And I'm grateful. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for pulling my coattail. Thank you for sounding the alarm in Stephanie's life. Let him sound the alarm in your life and watch how your life will change. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Step signing off, and I want to thank my due time crew. Um, our sister, Minister Gordy, is, is the due time crew now. She's here with us every month, and we give God thanks for her. Thank you for hanging out with, you, for hanging out with us and helping us get you the answers that you need. Please do not miss this opportunity to give God your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen your relationship with the Lord right now because later is not promised to any of us. Until tomorrow, God spares, where it's Freestyle Friday. Until then, God spares our life. I love you. <laughs>